G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Well, it's so great to chat with you. We've been playing your music for a little while now, so I was pretty keen to chat. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited. That's like so kind. It means the world to me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, well, have you always been in Nashville, Tennessee? I saw on your Instagram that you were, but did you move there like everyone else, or were you actually born and raised in Nashville? Um, yes, so I actually just moved to Nashville. Um, I grew up in North Carolina, which is like, it's re- it, I grew up in North Carolina and I just moved to Nashville for music and all that. So I am, uh, ever since uh, the pandemic hit, I've been living in Nashville. Yes, ma'am. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, that's the place to be because every single artist I speak to is over there in Nashville. But I was so blown away the fact that you are so young. You kind of remind me of Kate Thompson. Do you know who Kate is? I do. Me and Kate, uh, we've met up a couple of times. We're, we're pretty good friends. How did you get into music? Oh, good question. So I guess um, I, I've kind of played guitar my whole life and music sort of always been something that's kind of been, you know, just part of my life. But when I turned uh, 15, I started writing songs. I think a girl broke my heart or something and I just wanted to find a way to express it. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I started writing music around then. I had written songs before in my, you know, my life and stuff like that, but uh, I started writing songs every single day then uh, when I was 15 and they were just like pop songs kind of dumb they didn't they weren't good by any means um and my dad kind of talked to me and he was like man you know if you he really talked about how you know I could give what I have to the Lord and how there's not anything really like me in the Christian industry and he was so right there isn't like a a Shawn Mendes John Mayer in the Christian Ed Sheeran in the Christian world like there's just not and so you know that was just really cool and I from then on I just started writing Christian music and and I never looked back, and I've been doing it ever since I was 15, uh, producing, writing, and playing guitar and singing, all of it. Oh, my goodness. The fact that you just said Sean Mendes, I've been saying on my show, this guy, Kobe James, you have to check him out. He sounds like he's like the Christian Sean Mendes in a nutshell. Like, it's so <laughs> funny that you just said that. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I've gotten that. Um, my Ever since I started making music, I got that. And the funny part is, is Sean is one of the reasons like I got into singing because I just loved like his voice and I loved all that stuff. And then I just so happened to like kind of sound like him and like some people say I look like him. It was really funny. Like you don't really choose who you sound and look like. So it was just funny because I really do love his stuff. So it's pretty cool. Kobe James is my guest on tonight's show. Let's kick it off by playing one of the first songs we started playing. It's called Pressure. I'm nervous, can I get a nervous? Hands are shaking, making me lose my mind Uncertain, after wordless uh, Can I get a peace of mind? I'm looking up At all these people looking down on me Do I measure up? I got tricks in my pocket with my heart on my sleeve I need my roots running deep in you Oh, yeah So you're giving me all that I need to prove who I am and what we can do Pressure moving in, feather, pressure moving in, feather, pressure 
gotta show up, up to the show Cause this is who I am You know we've been through some ups and downs But you help me stand firm when I'm looking down There are all these people looking up at me Do I measure up? Tricks in my pocket with my heart on my sleeve I mean my roots running deep in you Oh, yeah you give me all that I need to prove Who I am and what we can do Pressure, move it in Feather, pressure, move it in Feather, pressure, move it in Pressure gets louder No need to sit down now Cause you pick me up No need to sit down now Pressure gets louder No need to sit down now Cause you pick me up on Vision 80 with Alex and also my guest on tonight's show, which happens to be Kobe James on the phone tonight from Nashville, Tennessee. So, Kobe, tell us about that song, Pressure. What's the story behind it? So, Pressure, I wrote in Nashville, my first week ever in Nashville, uh, the last day of my first week in Nashville writing. Um, I was like 17 at the time. I just turned 17. Um, And the biggest thing with me was, so I was going to all these record labels. I was talking to all these people that were, they're just, I felt like a little fish in a big pond. Like I was, I was, I wasn't really like ready for any of this. I wasn't, no one can prepare you for anything like this. I mean, it's extremely, it's extremely different and such a niche, like, you know, lane to go down. And so mm. I was definitely feeling an immense pressure talking to Capitol Records and talking to Centricity and talking to all these labels and all these People and you know, I also found that there's no young people in this industry. Cade's like one of the only ones, and a lot of the other yes. ones I haven't met yet. And so, you know, I definitely find myself being the youngest person. I mean, Cade's even older than me. I find myself being the youngest person in uh, any room that I walk in ever, um, and re- especially now. Um, and most of my friends, like one of my best friends, is is 40 years old and has a wife and kids, and like you know, he's my producer that I work with. <laughs> but um, so I've definitely, I've definitely found. To be uh, there to be pressure and a lot of these things touring all of it and so it was all kind of like just combining into this big like emotion of just like it's kind of like a weight on me and I was like I just wanted a way to express that and the thing is is pressure is like a really universal feeling everybody's felt pressure in their life everybody's gone through that and so I just wanted to vocalize that and and I think as an artist like you're supposed to put emotions and feelings into words in ways that some people can't you know what i mean mm. um so it definitely felt like that and um yeah i wrote pressure with dave the first time we'd ever worked together and then me and dave uh he's the producer and writer that i work with um wrote we write everything together now we work on everything together we produce everything together um he is he's amazing so that was like the start of our relationship but yeah so that is pressure and uh it's one of my favorites i love playing it live and stuff 
Amazing. Well, talking about this song, uh, Pressure, and you said you felt the the pressure of being so young in the industry, um, but right. you have toured with Danny Gokey. Like, you, didn't you open for him? Like, that's crazy too. I did. That's, it's insane. It's been like, this, it's weird to even think that that's over. Like, I toured with him and I, it's already, the tour is already over. Like, I remember that just being the biggest thing in my life that has ever happened. And now it's like, I can look back on it. And it's crazy the fact that like, yeah, I don't know. It's all been just insane. It's such a blessing. I don't know. become a, a Christian, Kobe? Is it, you know, was it a while ago? Was it recent? Um, so I definitely became a Christian. Well, I think the short story is um, I I grew up in the church. So as a kid, you know, I grew up and when you're a kid, you know, and you're told these things about God and Jesus, like it's just fact because we have faith like a child. We just believe and we don't have to have a lot of reasons behind it. And so as a kid, you know, I grew up definitely believing in God, believing in Jesus and all the things. And I didn't really question why or wonder why I believed those things. Um, I did. And then as I got older, I started realizing that, like, you know, I had questions. and I, I wanted answers to them. And so I started digging in the Word and trying to find, you know, why I believed what I believed and why I believed who this Jesus man was that died for me and, you know, and forgave me of everything I've ever done. Like, I, I wanted to get to the bottom of that. And so definitely in high school, I started, like, soul searching and just, it, I was never, like, I just wanted to figure it all out. And I'm definitely somebody who loves to have answers to my questions and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I definitely started just backing up reasons as to why I believed what I believed. And so I think at high school is when I really, you know, started to obtain a walk with the Lord and really like, you know, start growing with him. Because before that, you really are. It's I think that's one side of things that people don't always see is when you grow up in the church, how you, it, it is more of your, your, your parents' faith and the faith that you're just taught, not the faith that you've necessarily, you know, gained from yourself, like for yourself and like, you know, sought after. So I definitely did that. I think in high school was when I really like truly understood it all. Well, it was only just last week when we added your other new single called Paradise. So tell us about the story behind Paradise as well. Paradise is super, super fun. I, um, well, okay, so this was the second week I'd ever worked with David. Um, he invited me up for a week of rights with him in Nashville. And so I, I, I flew out. I was 17. I flew out to Nashville. I slept in his vocal booth and on an air mattress. And I was writing music with him every single day. It was, it was one of the best phases of my life, honestly. Um, and the, that was the first day. I actually, so there's, a, there's an acoustic version of Paradise 2 where you can hear the guitar playing a little bit better. But there's a riff in the song. And I created the riff. I took my guitar to Disney World when my family went to Disney World. And I yes. stayed in the hotel one day and I had this guitar idea. And I started playing with it and I started playing with like melodies and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is like really cool. And I really am inspired by John Mayer. I love John Mayer and his guitar skills and all of the things. So I, um, I definitely got influence from that. Um, and I think Paradise is really cool because I'm, I'm somebody who's really like into... I think about the future. I think about heaven. I think about, um, I actually have a new song coming out here shortly called Homesick, which is about heaven. But Paradise awesome. is just about that and how, you know, in this world, we search for all these things and we look to fill this void in our in our heart with all of these earthly things that, that will never actually fill it because it's a God-shaped hole in our heart. And so, you know, 
it's about how next to God we are we are truly fulfilled and it is the promised land and you know everything else doesn't really matter because by his side is is where we need to be and so I think it was just a fun way to look at um, kind of what it means to be fulfilled in life and to find joy in life. Well, let's give it a play now. This is new by Kobe James. It's called Paradise and also brand new to Vision 180. We'll continue our conversation next. Pavement, been burning up the pavement. A thousand miles chasing, but it's always out of reach. Oasis, looking for a fearless. Always in the distance Can't quite touch what I can't see Broken like a record and I'm spinning around I slip to the rhythm and it's beating me down But through your eyes, you let me to Vision 180, Kobe James. It's called Paradise. And Kobe is my guest on tonight's show from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Just picking up before you said Disney and that's where you wrote the song Paradise, I managed to finally get to Disney 
uh, the start of this year. So I flew over to America for the first time and I went to Disney. No in Yes, yes, because I'm a huge Disney fan. Finally got to the happiest place on earth and it was the best. Um, and it's, and so, so awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I saw your photo too on Instagram about it. So I was going to ask you as a random question, what was your favorite ride at Disney when you were there? Oof, oh, good question. I don't know. I love all the rides. The Haunted Mansion is just a classic. Like, it's just so much fun. But Space Mountain super, super cool. Fun fact, I actually rode it with the lights on once, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> let me think. I think Space Mountain might be the winner, honestly. Uh, oh wait, no, I'm stupid. Animal Kingdom has some insane rides, like like um, uh, the Avatar ride. The Avatar ones are insane, and then Star Wars Land is just phenomenal. I rode the Star Wars rides, and I they're the best rides in the world. So probably oh. something in there. I don't know. I didn't get to go on those Star Wars uh, the rise. I think it was the new Rise of the Resistance. Like I went to get on the the oh, other God. one where you're just like in a little spaceship and you get to drive it. Um, yes. But I didn't get because yes. you had to get a, a stupid boarding pass. You had to line up at like five o'clock in the morning to get, and I had no it idea you had to get it. And then only boarding oh pass people could get on. I'm like, okay, so I missed out. It was. We got up at like five in the morning to get to the park, and like it was a whole event. It was so difficult to like actually get on. But when we did, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. You may need to fly back and just go ride that ride because it was amazing. <laughs> I think I do actually. That would be great. I do need to go to the Thank Florida one though. Like that one. It just, uh, with Avatar rides, and it just looks so much better. Anyway, oh, um, yeah, so fun. <laughs> back talking to music, yeah. what are your plans for the rest of this year? I mean, you've just released the acoustic EP um, of all your other radio singles, but are you working on new music at the moment? I am. So I've got about 80 to 90 new songs or 70, 80, 90, something in there of just songs. I've been writing, especially over you know the pandemic and just the shutdown, like I've been writing insane amount I've, I've so many songs i'll probably never get to release all of them in my lifetime but i'm really really excited about you know a, a handful of them um i've got four songs coming out uh here shortly in the next few the weeks i've got one coming out june 19th it's called born ready um and i'm really 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 pumped about it uh if you it, you'll definitely hear the sean mendez thing in that one it sounds it's really cool i'm excited about Yay. it and then uh, Yes, and then um, I've got some other songs coming out later. Uh, I got three other songs. Um, it's called Infinite, and then one called Whatever, and then one called Homesick, which I'm excited about. But oh. um, yeah, so there's just so many songs uh, that I'm excited to release. I just I can't wait. I can't wait to get them all out. Um, yeah, I'm really pumped. good well as i mentioned before like i do think you sound like sean mendes and we really need that sound in christian music at the moment and more young people coming up and so to hear that you're 18 and you know you're doing so well so it's been great to chat um what were your plans for the rest of this year because you mentioned that you toured with danny goki did you have any other tours lined up Yes. So, okay. So I toured with Danny in August of last year. Oh, yeah. And then this year um, in March, I toured with Danny again for like three shows. And then the whole tour got canceled, but it got rescheduled for August. So as of right now, the tour is on in August. Um, it's going to be all of August. I'm really, really pumped about that because I cannot wait to get out on the road again. But I don't know 100% 
yeah, if it's going to be on or not, just with everything, a lot of tours are still canceling. So yeah. we'll see. But that's one that I know is happening um, as of now. And then there's uh, talks of other tours. I hope I can get on some. We'll see. Uh, it's definitely a rough time for Christian music touring. Um, so we'll see uh, what we can get. But I'm really, really hoping that we got, we have some fun stuff come up. And, you know, I'm going to be writing. I'm always writing and always in the studio. So that's kind of what's going on right now, I guess. For sure. And it must be so crazy, like, uh, to be touring with someone like Danny Goki, who would pull, pull crowds of thousands of people, and you're, you know, up there being 17. What's it like to perform in front of such a huge audience? Because I'm guessing you probably performed at church, and now you're on stage with thousands of people. What's that like? Are you freaking out for the next mm. couple of months? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. So the first, the first ever playing on tour was the most surreal, terrifying. I mean, it was just, it was all of the emotions you could ever feel like going on at once. It was a little bit of a sensory overload. But like, yeah, honestly, I've kind of grown up performing in church and performing a lot. And I'm, I'm pretty confident with that kind of stuff. Like I've never been nervous. So I was not ready for that amount of like anxiety and nervousness. Like I was, I had no clue. Um, so the first night was definitely that. The second night, Things started smoothing out a little bit more. Third night, it smoothed out more. And then, I mean, by the second week, I mean, it was like, you know, you just kind of get out there, you do your thing, you have fun, you feel the crowd out. Like, it's just, it is the most, I, I love entertaining. I think that's one of my favorite parts about this. Like, my favorite parts are, like, making the music and, like, the production side of it. And then, because I'm a producer, but then also um, the touring side of it, because it is so fun to play live and, like, you know, just, just, it's just fun. I have a great time. Uh, Danny's crowds are amazing most of the time. And a lot of people will come and not know that I'm actually going to be there. And then when they you know, find out about me, it's like we have super cool conversations at my merch table. And um, it's just it's really, really fun. And normally, well, as of right now, it is just me up on the stage. I bring my acoustic guitar and um, I do lots of like fun acoustic arrangements because I like love guitar and like I've been playing my whole life. So I do lots of cool stuff, um, but it's it's just kind of like, you know, you just get up there and you do your thing and you don't think about it too much, and, and it's just a, it's so much fun. Amazing. Well, hopefully one day you can come uh, back here. When Well, come here probably for the first. Have you been to Australia be- before? <laughs> I've never been. My grandma's been. And she's had, she said it was amazing. She had alligator there or something, but it was it sounds really, really cool. Uh, you guys just got to invite me. I'm going to come right on down. It'd be awesome. Yes, that would be so great. Oh, that'd be good. It's been great yes. to catch up with you Kobe and all the best for the rest of this year and I can't wait to hear new music from you yes thank you so so much this has been great thank you so much for taking your time out to talk to me honestly it's been awesome thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au